Okay, good afternoon and welcome to On the Table. I'm Representative Representative Dan Miller, and we are glad to be here. Today is actually the first day we're going to be doing something different. We're going to be talking about sort of like our Better Know edition, right, Steph? Yes. Better Know, Better Know a district. So we're going to this is where we're going to be taking a look and talking to some of our friends in the legislature to understand their district, why they actually decided to do this job, maybe some of their passions, some of the good things that they're working on, uh, just some of the and their experiences in Harrisburg. I, I look forward to kind of hearing what you know what they have you know to say about things with it. With me as always is uh, Steph Hardman. She's the ED of the caucus. Steph, how's your day? It was wonderful. Great Has day been, in Harrisburg. Is that right? We just got done voting. We and so yes, it was a tremendous day. No, no, no not okay. so much. Not so much of a Mm-mm. tremendous day. But you know, I'm sure that something good happened somewhere, if not in Pennsylvania. I I would yeah. hope. All right, so we're excited with that. And I'll tell you what, I am very excited and thankful to have my good friend uh, who's with us. I'm going to introduce him, uh, and I'm I'm so glad he actually uh, is the first uh, sort of be better know the district guests that we've had. So we're glad to have it. Uh, State Representative Joe Hohenstein is uh, coming to us from the 177th District. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, of course, we have 203. So I usually say 42nd is the best one. But I know Joe likes his. Joe, thank you for joining us. You got it, Dan. I, and, and I'm happy. I, I actually will, will uh, go up against Steph, and I'll say any day that we are here in Harrisburg <laughs> fighting for people, is a good day, even when you lose. Um, yeah. when, when you were talking about why do people get into this work, and one of the things that I always like to, to talk about is a quote that I heard Harry Chapin uh, ascribe to Pete Seeger, and he said somebody was asking Pete at an event, why do you do this? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and what are the rewards that you get out of it? And, and Pete said, look, you know, sometimes you're not going to have days that you win and you're, you're not going to be able to say this is what we did. But you know what you do when we do this work together? We all work with people who have what Pete Seeger called alive eyes, alive hearts, alive heads. People who are paying attention to both mm. what we need to do and also how we need to do it. Well, it's interesting. You know, I know uh, before we got to the floor, our caucus did a uh, press conference. I, I know you were there. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about uh, ways that we can still, at this point, help working people. Uh, in at this point in the session, how there's still time to help people. Right. And right? and and we can easily do things like passing the minimum wage bill, passing misclassification bills for our labor unions, other ways to protect uh, workers in particular. Yeah. And. Um, we're not going to probably, but again, every day that we can come here and say that that's what needs to be done, it's a day worth and worth it in my book. You know, it, it's. I think we have only um, everybody's. You know, life keeps ticking for people, right? Mm-hmm. And every week and every month and every session that we don't help working people in particular, um, it's uh, these are like years that go by. You know, kids in school, they're not going to get like a grade back. You know, you're you're not going to get a chance at a pension plan. You're not going to get a chance at all these things along the way that can help you get to the middle class and stay in the middle class. Right. Without some of these programs like 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 paid family leave. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pay, I mean, and and healthcare. the at just the the ability to say we're going to eventually get ourselves to a spot where everyone has 
healthcare that actually gets them healthy and keeps them healthy. Mm-hmm. And right now, that's not what we do. But again, we got to keep the battle going. Yeah, and, and that's what it's all about, my friend. I know we're, we were joking a bit with it. We're, yeah. At this point, when we're talking, we're about seven, seven session days. Seven session days, which, of course, the majority could always add session days. We, we would never, I always tell people, I, I, I'm never disappointed to, to be here. I'm always optimistic to be here, right? right? But we do need bills that matter to people. And that's what, we're, that's what we should always be doing, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times that doesn't happen. What we see instead is bills that are what I call performance politics or, right. or just you know, putting just a little bit of a tweak or that in this or that type of law. And it's really rare sometimes when we can say, look, we're working on transformative stuff. Yeah. Um, we did have a, an opportunity to do that uh, about a week or so ago with the Judiciary Committee considering expansion of the clean slate law, which right. is something that's a bipartisan push um, from our whip, uh, Jordan, Harris Jordan Harris from right. Philly. And Cheryl DeLoser, who's a Republican rep from out here in central Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. recognizing that we do have to change the ways that people who have already been through the system, who have shown that they've gotten rehabilitated in their criminal process, yeah. uh, give them the chance to be the contributing citizens that they, are, that, you know, that they, we know they can be. There's so many, and, and that's a great bill, uh, under, uh, so many bipartisan, like the Family Care Act that we were just talking about, that's a bipartisan bill with, um, that I'm doing with Representative uh, Thomas. Um, you know, there are so many of these things that we can still do. There's still time, right? Instead of restarting the process on January 1st or whichever, right, there's still time to make differences. And uh, so let, let's hope, my friend, that we have the opportunity still before November's election to cast some big votes that can make a difference, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, before we go too much further, I, one of the things I, I love about, you know, I'm excited about doing these conversations is the chance to talk uh, a little bit too about people's districts. You and I are looking at one of my right. desks here that has a, a big a, a map of Pennsylvania in it with all the districts. Now, these are the old maps. These are the old maps. So I can see, for example, mine is like way over here. You see that in Allegheny County, that yep. little green yep. dot there? That's Mount mine, Lebanon. And mine's yeah. clear on the other end. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, that's I, right. I, I'm as far away as almost anybody can the be. 177. <laughs> I, I sit on the Delaware River. That's right. Let's uh, find, look how small that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, um, that that is one of the, the but characteristics. Mighty, small but mighty. Yeah, right. very. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are. Yeah, um, of course. But we've got we've got six miles of the Delaware River in the new district. Okay. And one of the reasons we're so small is we probably have one of the highest density. Um, I one of my neighborhoods, Port Richmond, has multiple bo- blocks where row houses, uh, fifty on either side for the block. So you've got a hundred houses wow. in a single block, and and that happens basically throughout that entire neighborhood so people are um tight quarters it's 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 a the traditional district is is a working class district um a lot of union membership Uh, it tends to be more white than um than minority which is different for for um for philadelphia it's one of the Mm -hmm. one of the districts in 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 which um uh, you know the majority white district still exists but um it really is one that is, reflects the working class background and that's that's where i that's where i come from my 
My family goes back five generations in my neighborhood. And wait, wait, wait. Five generations in your neighborhood right there? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. My, we, I, my great-great-grandfather came over in the 1850s and settled right in Frankfurt. And I can, I've gone back to um, census data and found uh, my great-grandpa uh, with my grandpa as one of the kids in the, in the household. Um, maybe about five blocks away from where I grew up. Now, how common is that, though? I mean, how much in, in, in Philly? In, or, yeah. in, in our neck of the woods? Yeah. Very common. And not, not very common, but certainly more common than, than, than in other places. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I do find that a bit, uh, you know, a bit in my district, in, in my home with it. I, you know, I'm not from, you know, Pittsburgh. I'm not from Pennsylvania, right? So we moved there about 20 years ago now. So, um, you know, it is interesting. I do love when I kind of bump in almost in some ways I get jealous that you guys are able, you're able to sit there and be like, I went to high school here. I went to elementary school here. My grandfather went here. My, my grandmother was here, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of an and amazing connection to that community. It, it really is. And, and for me, it's, I couldn't represent any other space. Mm. I recognize I, I could go bigger and broader into a different area um, uh, or into a, a bigger seat. But I wouldn't feel like I was representing my neighbors then. And I like the fact that as state reps, we there are a lot of us. And some people say there's too many of us. And that might be true. But one of the positives in having that type of um, type of a district is mm -hmm. when you represent 65,000 people, you can have direct personal relationships right. oh, with yeah. a large number no of them. And that's one of the things I enjoy. Oh, there, there's no doubt. By the way, I always think, though, that... Um, you know, I do occasionally bump into people who debate the size of the legislature, uh, you know, and I always say to them, I'm like, look, without God coming and whispering to me the right number, I, I don't know what the right number is. But if people really believe that Harrisburg was fighting for them, that our agenda in particular, but, more, you know, more of an agenda that supported working families was that the priority list was being done. I guarantee you that the vast majority of people would not be complaining about 203. No. I hear you definitely with that. I know because in your district, you had a pretty cool event coming up that I want to talk yes. about. Uh, but first, like Steph has kind of set it up here that she's going to set me up a little bit here with a okay. game. What's it called again? It's called Two Truths and a Lie. And two, so. Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. Yeah. okay. You know Which that? I, do you know that? <laughs> I do know that. You yes. do. You know I, that game. I wasn't mm -hmm. sure about it. Steph. Yeah. You, Joe, you've played this before. All right, mm -hmm. so Joe has now. See. Okay, so you're gonna, but you're quizzing me, not Joe. Correct. All right, so Joe will know the answers to these. Yes. Right, automatically. <laughs> I would hope they're so. about Joe. They're about <laughs> his district. So. Joe yes. will know them. I yes. don't know them. I have yes. to guess. Yes, that's correct. Okay, okay. yeah. So there will be. You'll get three options, and right. two are true, and one is the lie, and you have to guess the lie. Okay. All right. Are no, you I ready? think I understand. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? Now, Joe can't help me. No. No, he I cannot. Will not. He will not help. All no. Right. Are you ready? So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready. Go okay. Ahead. So number one is, prior to joining the General Assembly, Representative Hohenstein worked as a ship inspector at the Port of Philadelphia. That's one. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. He worked at the... As a port? ship inspector at the Port of Philly. Port of Philly. That's ship. one. A ship inspector. Yeah. Okay. Two okay. is, he is an alumnus of Frankfurt High School. Frankfurt? Frank Ford. Frank, Frank Ford. Okay, so, all right. 
mm-hmm. high school. Now, yep, in Philly. In Philly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm, and then mm-hmm. number three is the 177th Legislative District is home to the Betsy Ross Bridge, the first automotive bridge in America named for a woman. So which one? Okay. Is the All lie. Right. All right. So I think I got it. So let's take a look here. All right. Okay. So first off. Number one, the thing about the Port of Philly, Port of Philly. <laughs> You're really right? stuck on that, aren't you? Well, you know what it is? is now I'm trying to think about it. Look at the map. He pointed out. You can't cheat. No. You no, I, no, I can't cheat. <laughs> My point is I'm not Googling it, right? And well, I'm not, okay. All right. You know, I'll not, give that to you. Know, he's not giving I'll give me it answers. To no, you. no, Dan, you are definitely not Googling. Right, I'm not fine. Googling. I'm just saying that, look, we talked about the location. All right. He all right. mentioned the river, right? He did mention it. So the port <laughs> is probably somewhere by him, right? So he's probably, he's probably been to this port. I could kind of see it, you know. Uh-huh. He's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I could sort of see him. Being I can there. totally see it. You can see it. Mm-hmm. So you think that's true? I don't know. Well, but, that's okay. not my job. Right. That's your so, job. So I can kind of buy. It. So the problem number two, the problem with number two, this high school of Frankfurt is the problem is that I don't know. You could, <laughs> it could be any high school. That's true. Right? He, I don't, I don't know it. I'm looking at him. Trying you really to, want to get this right, don't you? Well, I mean, ideally, <laughs> you know. But I'm studying him. I'm not. He's giving me a blank <laughs> he's, look. He's, he's giving you a good look. Oh, I saw a little true. smile. No, that's uh, true. But I don't know. Joe been re- smiles a lot. Come on. Could have been related. I do. I, <laughs> I, I try to be a happy person. He you does are. have. Yeah, he is a happy guy. So that's the problem is a Frankfurt high school. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure about that. Like, okay. how many high schools are in Philly? Oh, my God. There are a lot. There are <laughs> a lot. Fun. Are there any of them named Frankfurt? Are there? Why would maybe, I tell you that? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Just seeing if he might flip. All right. Uh, and then Betsy Ross Bridge. Yeah. You know, I really want to believe that's true. That does sound cool. Like, I think that if that is there, then that's a pretty cool thing. No? You don't think it's cool? I think it's cool. You do think it's cool? Of course I think it's cool. If it's true. If it's Mm -hmm. true. If it's true. Okay, but he says if it's true. He gave me that, so that made me feel like maybe it's not true. He's like, that would be nice. Stop being all lawyerly. No, I'm just trying to understand it. I'm just trying to. All right. So here's what we have. We have number one, Port of Philly. Uh, where he worked as an inspector. Is that what you said? Ship inspector. That's Ship accurate. inspector. Mm-hmm. Number two, the high school. Yep. Which I just don't know. Okay. And then number three, Betsy Ross Bridge. Right. Okay. So I'm going to first say that I'm going to root for Betsy Ross to be in his district. So I'm going to root for that. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to hope that that's the case. Okay. If it's not there, then I suggest he move to it because it's Great. such a cool bridge name. Think about it. We have bridge namers, Joe. I know we, we do. do that I know we do. Most true. of them are kind of not, you know, kind of lame. Oh, yeah, they're for old white guys. Well, <laughs> Betsy Ross Bridge, right? This could work. All right. Um, Frankfurt High School, it's so specific. It makes me feel like that maybe that is true. So I'm going to go. Stop stalling. I'm, I, look, I'm trying to give you my reasoning here. I'm going to okay. go with that. So I'm going to say that he's not a ship inspector. I'm going to say that he's, he, he's not been a ship inspector. All right, that's my call. So I'm going to say that... You think the lie is number one, that he was never a ship inspector? That's the best I could... Because I root for Betsy Ross, but I think we should. It's America, right? Right? It's America, right? Okay. So I'm going to root for Betsy Ross. All right, so you're going with number one is the lie. You're saying I could be wrong about Betsy Ross. Be quiet. You're saying Betsy Ross is wrong. No, stop it. Joe, which one is the lie? You got it correct. Yeah. I am an immigration attorney. I've done that for 25 years. And I do have the Philadelphia port. In my district, the, the administrative offices in particular, and mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the main operating portions of the port. Okay. That's in my district, and it is pretty darn, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, <laughs> pretty darn important to me. Okay, um, right. Uh, but I never worked at the port in any See, direct you capacity. were right. I yep. serve right now on its advisory council. 
but wow. not, wow, not that was close. as an employee. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was the cl- I could have gone either way on that. That one mm-hmm. kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah, See, you, you got lucky. That, and, and Frankfurt High School is, I think, the second oldest. Uh, in, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think we're the second oldest public high school in the city of Philadelphia behind Central. I could be wrong on that. And, and, and they're still, uh, kids are still learning there? And I, I live uh, right in between the primary part of the high school uh-huh. and the high school's buildings, which are in Representative Dawkins District. Yeah. And the stadium, uh, which is Memorial Stadium, and that is, um, that's in my district, and that's right up the street from me. The interesting thing with the memorial, we are having a 100th anniversary for the original memorial at that stadium because it was built for all of the um, people who died in fighting in the uh, First World War. So in the early 20s, um, we put up that memorial in in uh, in Frankfurt. There's so much history in Philly. You know, I've been there, you know, getting there more and more and I I love it. And the Betsy Ross Bridge. Yep. Is it cool? Is it a nice bridge? Is it, 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 you know, it's it's sleek and like modernistic. You know, it's not it's not one of those like nice, uh, you know, arched ones. But it's it, it's a good bridge. It, it serves a, a it, valuable function. Oh, it absolutely does. <laughs> right, so yes. you're pro this bridge. It definitely gets right. us from here to there. We got to go. now. Does it cross uh, to to Jersey or where is? It? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is there a toll I, on that one? Hmm? Is there a toll on that one? There is. Um, and then I, I also have another toll bridge to Jersey, uh, Tacconi Palmyra. Of course. Which is in, in, in my district. Everybody well. knows that one. That one rolls off your tongue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. No, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, that was pretty good. So, uh, Steph, keep track there. I got one right. All right. So thank you, Joe. And Joe, look, we talked a bit about like some of the I know the hard work that you're doing in your district. One of the the passion things that I know you and I share and why I always love talking with you um, is in regards to your your work in the disability arena. Um, And from what I understand, you have, which sounds tremendous, uh, your disability summit um, that is coming up. It's coming up really soon, isn't it? Yeah. Next week, September 22nd. We're going to be all day at the Temple Institute on Disabilities, which is one of our main sponsoring organizations. Temple University has a really strong um, set of programs for how they uh, work with and educate uh, their uh, students with disabilities. Well, they are, they are known statewide, and I'm sure even further than that. Even in Pittsburgh, I've come across their work. Uh, that's a tremendous organization for you to work with. So congratulations on that. Why don't you give us a little bit of a feel as to what you're putting on, uh, on, um, um, you know, I guess uh, in just two weeks. Yeah. Well, um, first of all, I'm giving all props to you because you did this first. Um, and and uh, I just try to do something similar to what you've, you've really established. And, and I think um, for us... This is the second time we've done it because we did it just before the pandemic hit and then had to put it off each of the last two years. So we are going to have a a workshop and conference-based model uh, where we go from 9 to just about 5 o'clock, and we will be having breakout sessions. The keynote speaker is Dr. Shea Tanis, and uh, she will be speaking on the theme of the summit, which is essentially the interaction and the relationship in, uh, with the disabled community to emerging technology and what ways there are for emerging technologies to better serve 
the disabled community and also in what ways can the disabled community begin to dictate and use their powers as consumers of the technology to let the folks know who are developing it, this is what we need, this is you know, what is going to serve us the best. You know, that's fantastic. What a, what a good get for you, by the way, to have her as your keynote speaker. So that's tremendous. And, you know, look, it's uh, technology in one way or the other, uh, the other has been part of life and part of advancement for so many uh, disabled people. Right. It has helped in so many different ways. Right. That's, Correct. you know, so this uh, and that's going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to expand. And it should be just as long as we also can get access to it. Correct. And, and, and I think the idea that what we have to do whenever we're doing our work um, with the disabled community, we have to recognize and incorporate their power, their uh, perspectives into the solutions. Because when we begin to see all people as people who have agency and who have the ability to control their own destiny, then we're doing better by them and we're also going to end up doing better by ourselves. Because when someone with a disability that at one point in time might have restricted them from being able to communicate right. their thoughts, their ideas, their perspectives, um, that person gets that ability and all of a sudden we learn more, not just about them, but about our own human experience as well. For me, that's you know that's that that's that's a win-win all the way around, and um, and that's, that, that's real, what we're trying to do. And that's what real inclusion too, yes. you know, uh, looks like. I, yeah. you know, it's one of the things I always say, even when we talk about schools. You know, there's so much physical inclusion is is fantastic. It's an important step, uh, but there's so much more to inclusion than just being allowed in the room. Right. So uh, there's so much there. So I'm looking at you have uh, assistive technology. You have uh, some telehealth as well. That's coming up here. Uh, looks like uh, and you have an exhibition hall. You have a bunch of things that are going on. Right. This day. Right. We'll have a regular uh, exhibition hall where where people will be networking and and um, and also people will be able to see what some of the vendors are coming up with. One of our um, primary sponsors is Comcast. So they're going to be looking at. Um, and presenting some of their own um, uh, innovations as well. And uh, I, I, I'm just really looking forward to it. We're going to cap off the day, similar to, to how you, you've done yours, with a legislative uh, panel uh, from our own Democratic Caucus Policy Committee. Yeah, and so, that's great. You know, we'll, all, we'll all be there um, asking questions. We're going to be having a panel that will mostly be made up of folks who have already presented more in depth earlier in the day. Um, but there will be some unique folks in there, including um, the one of the first, if not the first, uh, deaf elected officials in the United States, Mr. Neil McDevitt who is right. the, a, a friend of mine and is the mayor of North Wales in, uh, in southeastern PA. That's so great. He's going, to be part right. of, he's going to be part of our panel really as well. Cool. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, um, and again, this is part of being able to say, look, when we do true inclusion, we are um, empowering people to um, be a part of the broader society and to give us perspectives that we would never have ever I tell you, my friend, yeah, I, and I know you, you were very kind giving me a, a little bit of a shout out. Yeah. But uh, look, in reality with it, you're, you're doing fantastic work on your own. It's tremendous. Uh, I love what you have here. I love the tech focus. And I know 
Temple brings a bit about that. I know you have uh, tons of experience with aspects of that as well. Um, it is so essential, yeah. right? To and I want to make sure I'm giving um, also due credit because we have been partnering here with Kencrest and the Ark of Philadelphia. And they, the Kencrest in particular has taken a lead role in all of the organizing, making sure that those of us who are engaged here or being a part of both the program design and also the final execution, um, they, they've been a fantastic partner well, for us. And, and that is, that's good, obviously, too. And I see that a couple parts of it will be live streamed. How, will it be on your, um, on your website? Uh, we're going to put anything that we end up having any video of, and we're going to potentially video uh, or live stream the hearing portion and uh, the keynote. We may do some smaller pieces in some of the panels. Yeah. One of the things that we are also hoping to be able to do is to have participants give us essentially a one-minute or two-minute uh, snippet again about what what their access, you know, what their disability means to them, but then what their access um, looks like and, and what would be the way for them to best interact with the rest of society. And, and hopefully we'll be able to get some good perspectives. Well, that's that. tremendous. And, and yeah. I, you know, so look, I, I love it. Um, and I want to applaud you for, for doing this. Uh, and uh, for, for this, what, to be honest, when we started doing a little bit of this work, our hope was that we'd find more members throughout the state bringing this type of effort back to their districts. Um, you know, we all do senior fairs and, and veterans events. Those are essential. We need to do those. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, those are some of my best events. Oh, there's them. no doubt. No doubt. But this also should be more and more uh, seen as, as things. And uh, so I, I love it. And the other thing, too, of course, uh, uh, now there's no cost. Is that? No. Right? No. That, so, so attendance is free. Uh, we ask that people do register through the Kencrest yeah. Uh, website uh, and so if you search disability summit 2022 philadelphia or disability summit 2022 kencrest you'll get to the uh, sign-in page well i hope a lot of this too uh, people should check out your website i know you do a whole lot of disability bills too and uh, again I, I appreciate your focus and this looks tremendous work that's up there so uh look obviously uh, I'm, I hope that, the, uh, you know, the people, the 177th, know how lucky they are to have this type of event that's there. You're pulling together great resources, right, that can expand a lot of opportunities here for it. Th this is this is tremendous. People would pay for this in other ways, right? right. And, and we're getting some sponsorship that'll make sure, but because we do know that. But um, to me, the, the value is being able to give people access and that includes economic access uh, too. That's exactly right. Too many people, it's tough. You know, you'd go tell, uh, you know, um, a parent who are, are struggling with a new diagnosis or someone who's still fighting to be able to work as much as they would like to and say, well, don't worry, there's a good convention, but by the way, you're going to need about $1,000 to go to it, right? right? And we can't, we can't expect that of people. What are we talking about? It mm -hmm. needs to be accessible at home, right? right. Easy to get to. Yeah. So tremendous. And I want to tell you and thank you, Joe, for coming in and giving us our first uh, sort of, after I better know the district of the 177th, I, I would tell you, my friend, I'm so glad uh, to have had this chance to talk with you. Um, I, I have definitely enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed getting you to know a little bit about uh, about Philly and, and my district as well. So 
thank you. Well, thank you, my friend. We'll look forward to talking to you again soon. And everybody, please uh, don't forget to subscribe and to pay. Uh, we're going to be doing these events and more coming over the next couple weeks. Don't forget Joe's event that's coming up. Uh, and it's tremendous. Don't forget all the website information we provided. I hope everybody has a chance to check it out. All right. Thank all you, right, Dan. Brothers. Thank you. Thank you.